This week's episode of Here's Don't Get It is brought to you in part by Double Overtime. Double Overtime, something that is supposed to punish your employer when they send you into it, but ends up being not enough of a punishment to them and more of a benefit to you. So you go, yeah, I'll work a shitload of overtime. I don't got fuck all else to do. I'll kill myself for this job because I'm stupid. Double Overtime, coming to an asshole near you. Welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get from North to South, East to West, the only former interplanetary podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I'm your host, Tim the Handlebreaker, and with me today, as always, Ensign Tabbert. Welcome back. I just got promoted to Vice Admiral. Thank you, <laughs> it was a huge jump. Huge in jump. Uh, boy, what a week it's been. It's been like a week from hell for me. I know it was rough on you, but yeah. uh, not to not to one-up sure, you, sure, but it was a lot worse for I, me. I know, I know. Uh, holy shit. I, ended up, I, worked, I worked something in the realm of 46 hours from Friday to Sunday. Yeah. It was... It was in, it was insane. In a span of 48 I, I hours, 40, you 41 worked 46 hours, hours. I think is what I ended up working out of yeah. that, 41. Yeah, it was... Friday, I had a show that was... I woke up Friday morning at 6 a.m. No, 7 a.m. No, 6 a.m. I woke up Friday morning at 6 a.m. and went and did a show that lasted until 2 o'clock the next night. Then I went and slept until 7 a.m., a whole four hours of sleep. Yep. When I got up and went to a load-in that was supposed to be four hours long, but ended up lasting until 6 p.m., I left there, got home, slept for 90 minutes, went and stopped by another loadout that I was just... I was just overseeing, not really mm-hmm. working. Went to another loadout that ran from 11.30 p.m. to 7 a.m. I left there and took a shower, came back at 8 a.m. and did a loadout that lasted until, what, 2 in the afternoon? Yeah. And left there and finally slept for another, I think, three hours before going to a loadout on the other side of town that lasted from, what, 7? We got Our call time was 8 p.m. and we finished at 3 in the morning. Yeah. That was my weekend. It was so much fun. And by so much fun, I mean fucking blows. But uh, that's working. So I, someone messaged me and said, hey, I didn't get the Spite Producer request the last couple months. And uh, yeah, that's totally my fault. I haven't, I've been so behind on work that I just, that's all I have time for. I wake up in the morning, I sit down at the, on the sofa and I start filling calls and I start replying to emails of asking people about how, why they haven't been paid. And I start sending estimates for the next show and invoices for the last show. And I just have not, <clears throat> it's, I barely make time to edit the episodes yes. at, at this point. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know what the solution to that is, but I'm sorry trying to trying to make a balance of everything and right now not really finding it because there aren't a lot of people that want to do what I do, which is very annoying. Because <laughs> they all have opinions on how they do, how to do what I do. Yeah. Uh, and so I've decided the next person that gives me a lecture on how to do my job is going to show up one day and I'm going to be a truckloader and they're going to have my job for the day. Mm. And uh, then they can tell me all about how fucking bad I am at it. And then maybe they will shut their f- fucking whore mouth. Anyway, Tim, how was your weekend? As if I don't already know. <laughs> uh, uh, it wasn't as bad as yours, but uh, I worked 
65 hours? 58 hours. 58 hours? Yeah, from Tuesday to... to, to oh, oh, sorry, yeah. Total, I was saying total. Yeah, 65 hours 65 from Tuesday hours, to Sunday. Tuesday to Sunday. Um, so, yeah. Uh, some of it was fun. Yeah. And by fun, I mean... Uh, I got paid to sit around and do absolute fuck all. Fuck, I mean, literally, I think the the actual the day that I got paid the most to do nothing. Mm-hmm. I think I moved some boxes, and that was the one thing I did before lunch. <laughs> then we had lunch, and then after lunch, I think we moved a table and some chairs. Yeah, about ten feet. Yep. Those are the two things I did in like eight hours of work. 32 bucks an hour. 32 bucks an hour. Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's a great it's a great gig if you can get them. Yep. Uh, fortunately Tim has the hookup. <clears throat> I Boy, yeah. I think I ended up working my total hours from Monday to Sunday was 74, 75 hours, but I, 100 billable hours because yes. I had a lot of double time and overtime. A little double times, kind of overtimes, yeah. uh, all that kind of stuff. Actually, some of my hours weren't even billable, come to think of it, uh, because I did a truckloading gig and you get paid by the truck, not by the hours. So those aren't even billable hours. Those are just billable trucks. So <laughs> there's probably more billable hours in there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. It was um, it was a long, long week. I'm it feels like we haven't recorded. It, it feels like it's been forever since we've done this show. Yeah. It's we, been a week, but it feels like forever. Yeah, we recorded this epi- the episode last Monday. I left one of my calls, picked you up. We recorded the episode. And then Tuesday morning, we loaded in a show. Wednesday, we loaded in a show. Thursday, you were working the show, and I loaded in another show and yep. loaded out a show. Friday, I, was I mean, working. it was it. It's been like seven weeks in yeah, dog years. It, it has. I had a nightmare last night that we missed two weeks of episodes <laughs> because of the amount of time. It that feels it felt like, like we it have. Been. Yeah, it, it it really does feel like we have because it's just oh god, it's so fucking so fucking miserable. I'm glad that I get to yell about it here because if I yell. So we had a meeting on Monday and I got up and I was like, I want to implement the call steward program effective immediately mm-hmm. to set calls instead of doing what we're doing right now. And they're like, well, what, you know, what's wrong with what you, right now there are three people sharing a Google sheet where we fill in who's on what so that we don't call the same people twice. And even that's not working. We need a better way. And then there was a bunch of pushback on whether or not when it needed to happen and oh, we shouldn't do it immediately. We need to like set it off. And then there was pushback because then someone was like, I'd like to say that Tab should do this and get paid to do it instead of just doing it because he wants to kill himself. Mm -hmm. And one guy, the guy sitting behind me goes, oh, well, I'm not I'm I'm completely out if that's going to be the way it is. And so I thought that maybe it was going to get voted no. And if it had gotten voted no, there was a very real chance I would have just said, you know what? Fuck each and every one of you. <laughs> come, you can come talk to me when you're ready to fucking make my life less of a living hell. Goodbye. Yeah. And just fucking walked right out of that meeting. But it passed. So we're switching over to that instead of this fucking cockamamie bullshit system we're using right now. I need to contact the call steward guy again and get with him. Oh, just. It's just such a totally miserable, miserable week. So many. We had on Friday, I counted, we had 150 slots across the city. 
and we had 114 people working that, which means that 45 people were working twice. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> which is just ridiculous. Yeah. It's a ridiculous hardship on everybody, not yeah. just me, to look at that and say that this is accept- acceptable for the status quo. But who knows? I don't know, man. Uh, I started playing Arkham Asylum. Arkham, I played Arkham Asylum again a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago. I don't remember when, but I picked up Arkham City yesterday just to kill some time in the afternoon, like finally unwind. And uh, man, that's a great game. <laughs> so it's so I even I've been playing as I've got I got the PS4 version which has the Catwoman DLC built into it, and. I played her couple of missions and even those were fairly enjoyable. Like as long as you don't try and do anything with her, if you just keep the rhythm of fighting and don't try and do the quick fire gadgets and any uh, of that okay. shit. Yeah. It's pretty reasonable as far as combat goes, uh, better than Arkham Asylum was playing as Catwoman in Arkham city. But yeah, the actual gameplay of Arkham city is pretty great. Other than the Riddler stuff. Fuck the Riddler, man. I, I want someone to release that game and just patch all the Riddler stuff out of the game even i'm sure it'll cripple you in xp it'll take forever to level up because every one of those trophies is worth like 200 xp i think the i think the riddles are too that you scan so it would it would completely hamper the gameplay but it would be it would be worth it to play the game on hard mode to not have to fucking pick shit up constantly and have yeah. him constantly fucking talking to you. You can keep the hostages. Let's do the hostage thing. That's fun. Everything else, knock it the fuck off. Uh, even playing any fun games other than Destiny 2? No. Yeah. I had. I finally got time to play something. I was like, well, I'm fucking playing Destiny 2. They started the Halloween event. so And that that's going to be a limited time thing. So yeah. might as well. Halloween Kills comes out this week. I think it's already out. Or it came out last week. It came out last week, yeah. Yeah. Gotta go watch that. Get yeah. Peacock Plus for a weekend. And yeah. We'll, we'll try to do that this weekend. Maybe. I really want to go to Oktoberfest, but Trek and Tuckin can't go, can't, won't go on Friday because he has to work like a fag. <laughs> I can't go on Saturday because I have to work like a fag. And it's a, like a family, Sunday is like the family day. Sunday they're out of beer. That's why it's family day. Yeah. Yeah. It's an outdoor festival. They run out of beer on Saturday. Come on. Uh, anyway, we should do our own Oktoberfest. Yeah, we should have. We should have gone to the Yucca Square Oktoberfest at the beginning of October, Welltown Oktoberfest last weekend, and then this Oktoberfest <laughs> and just been in a constant buzz for the entirety. Uh, anyway, well, let's get into some issues, Tim. Here's what I don't get counter advertising. So, Dave Chappelle's new stand up special came out on Netflix this month. Yeah. Uh, he his last one faced a lot of backlash because he talked about alphabet people, uh-huh. and his criticism was all completely valid. You guys took fifteen percent of the alphabet and made it all about yourself selves. Um, people really didn't like that. Dave Chappelle's a transphobe, and all this stupid shit got posted on on online. And then this one comes out, and Dave did what I think everyone should do when they get countered by the woke mob, and he just fucking doubled down, and his whole hour was about trannies and how they're not people. Uh-huh. And it, was, it, was, it wasn't very funny. I think his last ones had a little bit more bite than this one, but it was pretty good. It was, I watched it mostly out of curiosity for the hatred that it was getting. And to say that... 
that is the counter signaling. I think that Netflix yeah. manufactured this outrage. They had a walkout of employees. Like, number one, how many training employees do you have on staff? That you might have an a, an over representation of these people in your staff if there's enough to walk out and it's more than one person. Uh, they and that got publicized, and then the see the orchestrator of the walkout got fired, fired yeah. which is very funny. Uh, almost funnier than any of the jokes in the stand-up special. <laughs> uh, and so all that happened, and I, I watched the special, and I watched the special beforehand thinking that I'm getting tricked into watching this. Yeah. Because what they want is they want me to watch the special. They do. Because it's controversial. Yes. And they're doing the thing that they tried to do with Ghostbusters 2016, where you got to watch this movie to own the incels now you have to watch dave chappelle to own the woke left it's counter counter advertising like they you create a controversy and then you exploit it to get people to go like well maybe i will so go ahead and and renew my netflix subscription because the thing about netflix is right let's say you cancel your subscription because of the stand-up special Mm -hmm. or cuties that's another great example of there's a lot of outpour right every dollar you've spent has already gone into making cuties Yes. You've already funded Cuties. You already funded it. Too yeah. late. Yeah. You had to have canceled Netflix years ago to not fund Cuties. Yeah. You'd have to cancel Netflix years ago to not fund Dave Chappelle. Yep. The money's been, your your dollar of your $15 subscription, whatever it is, that shit's gone. Now, maybe you can stand up now and, and not catch the next one, but you've already supported it. So you might as well watch it, but they're built on subscriptions, so they want people to not cancel their subscription if they think it prove something to the woke left or prove something against the woke right. They're doing it with this new Ghostbusters Afterlife movie. Movie, it looks like absolute ass. It looks like a dick and balls, right? <laughs> Just the dick into your left eye and the balls jammed into your right eye until you go blind. But there was a Guardian article that was about how this movie is bad and not because any filmmaking aspect, it's bad because it ignores... Feigbusters, the Lady Ghostbusters movie. Yeah. And I saw that headline and I knew what that was meant to be. It was meant for me to be like, good. I don't like Feigbusters and I'm going to show them with my dollars. (laughs) I'm not going to show them with my dollars. I don't want to fucking see the movie. It doesn't look good unless we do it before and after on it. it. Ghostbusters is not a franchise. It's one pretty all right movie. And every t- everything you release adjacent to it just waters down the quality of the original film until it's going to... Which was to, never good. Which was... It's go- it's just at a point of complete cultural irrelevance. Yeah. And it's that's boomers, whatever the Gen X boomers, Gen X boomers, that like weird cross-generational yes. gap trying to latch onto this thing. It's It's done, guys. They, they're never gonna make it again. Ghostbusters two sucked. That was that they ran out of ideas after the first one. They had one good movie in them. It's it's fine. It happens to everybody. It happens to George Lucas. It happened to um, but it's happened to lots of filmmakers. They have one good movie in them, and then everything else is shit. Uh, the Coen Brothers. All they had in them was the Lady Killers. <laughs> everything else they've done is dog shit. Sam Mendes, he had a great James Bond movie in him, and then he made fucking Spectre. What I don't understand about this is that it's so obvious 
and yet it will work. You were saying that there was one, you saw one about Halloween Kills that you thought might be. Yeah, I th- yeah, you mentioned this, and I was thinking about the Halloween Kills article I read this morning that was like, uh, Mike, it seems like Michael Myers in Halloween Kills is homophobic. And I, I'm, I'm looking through, <laughs> and, it, and it's all these tweets are like, I can't believe Michael Myers is homophobic now. Like, what'd he do to be homophobic? Oh, he killed a gay couple. You know, the way he goes around killing, killing people. teenagers who have sex and stuff. Yeah. 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 Well, that's actually, that's not even really his thing. That's more Jason. I guess Michael's I just, like, I'm going to go around this specific neighborhood. Oh yeah. And just kill people and kill people. And, or in pursuit of my family, in pursuit of my family or in pursuit of going to that neighborhood, I will kill anyone in my way to get there. Yeah. That's, um, that's one of those ones where you can never win. Because if yeah. you don't put a gay cup on the movie, why are the, there no gay people in Halloween Kills? What the fuck is that? No, 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 no. Yep. Michael Myers kills a gay couple. They kill a gay couple. What the fuck is that? Yeah. Michael Myers actively avoids the gay couple. Michael Myers homophobic. <laughs> Anybody who shouts like that, they should just be just take them and put chains around their ankles and drag them down a dirt road on from the back of your pickup truck until they're dead. That's a hate crime, but that's what you should do. (laughs) But it's going to work. I know it's going to work on a certain, a specific amount of the population. I, I worked the Dave Chappelle one worked some somewhat on me. I likely to watch it anyway, because I've always enjoyed all of Dave Chappelle's uh, comedy specials. Killing them softly is amazing. Maybe the best hour and a half of comedy ever made. Yeah, that was that was an incredible and that's why I was like, I'll watch I tried to watch the one he did that got released where he had all the people sitting in chairs with the masks on and stuff and I just couldn't do it. I couldn't watch the Brian Regan one that had the masks on either. It's it, it, it's like a hellscape. It's a hellscape for me. Yeah. I can't even watch it. <laughs> uh the the trying to do that I don't know why we're falling for it. Uh, Netflix fired the person who staged the walkout. That's pretty cool. But what is that? Did you sign that page a bunch of times? Yeah, we were doing something about cursive. Oh. Yeah. Netflix is not changing its stand on any of this. They're, they didn't like wake up one morning and go, oh, what if we were against trans people? Like, let's give Dave Chappelle... $2 million to yeah. do a, a special where he hates trans people. No, they just saw the marketability in, well, it's this counter signaling has not worked. Counter advertising has not worked for getting lefties to watch stuff. Maybe it'll work for getting righties to watch stuff, but we can still kowtow to the leftist mob by going, Oh, we're going to, we're not going to do another contract with Dave or, Oh, here's this show, dear black people, or here's this, other cuties thing to appease you people too. And people just keep watching it because it's easier. They get a bunch of press. They got all their subscriptions for the month that they were going to get. And now they're, they're hoping that you will forget to cancel and keep paying them 12 or $15, whatever Netflix costs these days, instead of just torrenting everything like you should. Ghostbusters 2016, they tried to do it, didn't work out for them. So now they're going to go, oh, uh, fans of Ghostbusters 2016 are are upset that the new Ghostbusters Afterlife is not a sequel to their favorite movie, but is a sequel to Ghostbusters 2. It just seems like it's going to be an endless cycle. 
of, of you know, 2016 Ghostbusters didn't work out. And so you just, you just switch, you just switch the sides. Yeah. The next one. Right. Uh, the new Charlie's angels, they all work in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> or you write Netflix goes from this to, you know, whatever their next, uh, the new Hobbit series is filled with BIPOC, trans people of color, and also women and aborigines and furries and all the other degenerates you could think of. Yeah. Right Se- wingers are so absurd. Season two of Squid Game stars uh, 11 year old furries. Uh, you so don't wear any clothes. Yeah. Uh, and it's just going to be, it's just this, it's going to be a psych- cyclical, like just. Because you, you, because, uh, how do people not get this? No, no, nobody at all in any creation and evolved in any part of the creation of any of these things cares about you. Yeah, you know what they care about? Money, money. Yeah, it's like, and and you know that these controversies just drive eyes they always yeah. have any the games that had m on them always looked way fucking cooler than yep. the ones with e on them yep. i don't even know what this game is it's got an m on it probably a lot cooler than this game with an e on it yep. uh moms don't like mortal Kombat. we gotta go see mortal Kombat this weekend, this weekend. yeah Th- that was it's always been that way oh c- mothers want to shut down cable tv because there are boobs on it we gotta get some cable tv in this house my mom doesn't like Kiss because she thinks they're satanic. They're demonic, yeah. Well, I better go buy the fucking new fucking Kiss record. My mom doesn't like Power Rangers, so I got to secretly watch Power Rangers on yep. Saturday mornings. Yep. Be ready with the remote. She starts walking in and switch oh, it over to Bible educational. Man, Bible Man. It's Bible Man. No. <laughs> I didn't know Bible Man had a wicked guitar solo for an intro. He does. He does. He does. He does. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's it's always it's it's the Streisand effect is a yep. I think the official name for it, but you cause a stink and it drives eyes and now they're trying to use well the Streisand to, effect is is uh, is is more like you don't want people to look at something mm-hmm. and so you tell them not to so they do yes <laughs> so now what they've done is they're weaponizing the Streisand yeah, effect they're yeah. trying to use the they're trying to create the Streisand effect to make them money yes. so that they can go. Here's this here's this counter advertisement, which is actually just an advertisement for our show. Subscribe to Netflix. Like I would I wouldn't be surprised if the next version of this, right, where whatever the movie is about for furries or pedophiles or fucking yeah. anti trannies or turfs, whoever the group is that they're trying to get, right? You'll see like an article on CNN about how Netflix new show is controversial with group you disagree with. Yes. Yeah. Write up about the show and subscribe to Netflix right here. Uh-huh. Oh, do you kind of want to find out what that is? Click. Oh, let me just put in my credit card information. Oh, Google already has my credit card information saved. Yep. Go ahead and subscribe me to Netflix. Let me watch this. Oh, it sucks. This sucks. <laughs> Why did I watch this? Why did I tweet hashtags related to the show to try and own the libs? Uh-huh. Or own the conservatives. I own the conservatives by watching cuties a bunch of seven nineteen times in a row. Ha ha. In your face. Like, yeah, but but you're the weirdo that watched cuties. You're the one that bought Grand Theft Auto because you found out you could kill hookers in it. Or what was the what was the um 
Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball. Yeah. Where it was just bikini volleyball as it's a video bikini, game. Vo- yeah, yeah. And that got a... I remember that was huge. huge in the news. Oh, yeah. Of people being like, this is basically pornography. And you go back and... And I remember as a kid in the middle school, it was like, yeah. this is seance this fucking is awesome. Awesome! Or, awesome! Or the other one I remember is Rumble Roses. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Rumble Roses? No. It was an all-female uh, wrestling game. Yeah. Uh, of course, they're all wearing you know bikinis. Yeah, yeah. But you go back and look at the graphics of that time, and you're like, I can't jerk <laughs> off to this. <laughs> this looks like a, this <laughs> looks like the box art to a computer graphics card from 1995, <laughs> or like a uh, Tomb Raider. Oh yeah, they gave her ridiculously large breasts. Yeah, and that and, was and a what, what is the one urban legend every person knows about tomb raider that there's a way to get her posed naked yeah the that there's a naked code yeah i think there was a naked code for dio for dead or alive extreme beach volleyball i don't think so i think there was was there i have to go look it up probably a mod no because it was on xbox it was on xbox but yeah you could you get mod oh man do you remember the sims the game the sims yeah and if you had if you had the move objects on cheat when people got in the shower, it would blur them It'd out. It blur them out. But with the move objects on cheat, you could delete the blur, uh-huh. and they were just completely like... Barbie doll. Uh, Barbie doll, yeah, yeah underneath. Yeah. Very funny. Because you could also, whenever they'd get into fights, they'd, they'd you'd be a cloud, and you could delete the cloud, and it was just the Sims posing in <laughs> in completely unbelievable yes. sh- shapes to make yeah. the cloud look funny. That was, uh, that was a lot, very fun. I've spent way too many hours playing the Sims. It's... It's please don't allow yourself to be tricked in these ways. That's really what it comes down to is if you want to want to watch something before the controversy comes out, watch it. If you don't, don't. If you're in the middle, don't let this sway you. Don't consume media to try and own a group you disagree with because you're not owning. You're not owning anyone. The the only person being owned is you yes. by these corporations because yep. they get your dollar. They get that hate watch in. Now, by all means, if there's a, a group that does something that you agree with politically or philosophically or morally or whatever, and you want to reward them for it. Sure. You, you absolutely yeah. should do that. You know, like the Sonic movie, when they sent the movie back to the Sonic model, back to the drawing board. Because of fan backlash, that's absolutely a movie I wanted to go see in theaters opening weekend to show support for, like, listening to the people that actually care about your product and not the people who don't care about your product and just want to see strong female characters. Yeah. And too much stuff now is is generated that way. That's the way they advertise the new Star Trek stuff is like, oh, fanboys don't really like this new Star Trek because it's got a woman. And now they don't like it because it's not well written. Woman kind of not even relevant. But uh, that's my issue, Tim. I mean, it's not like you own a... uh An action figure of a Star, Trek, a Star woman. Trek woman. Yeah, I got it right here. Her name's Bevela. And I only bought her because she came with a man. <laughs> Which is of course Captain Picard. I bought a I bought a Captain Picard and Beverly Crusher action figure from Star Trek Generations at Vintage Stock this week because I Picard was there and I was like, yeah. Oh look, Picard, and then Beverly was behind him and I thought, Oh, that's really funny. <laughs> it's really funny that they're both on this rack. Yeah. Also, this this is really funny. 
Tim, what's the price of Picard? Twelve ninety nine. Tim, what's the price of Beverly Crusher? Five ninety nine. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. She's oh, not even worth seventy seven no percent one. of a man. Five ninety nine is less. Oh, five ninety nine is less is than a less, DVD. <laughs> it's less money than her MSRP in ninety four. Yeah, she's still on sale. This this is a vintage. This is a twenty year old. Uh, vintage Star Trek toy, thirty year old, new in yeah, thirty year old vintage Star Trek toy, new in box, six dollars. <laughs> yeah, very slightly uh, nicotine damaged. Very funny. Anyway, Tim, what is your uh, first issue this week? Uh, here's what I don't get: uh, acceptance speeches. Uh, so the thing I was working at this past week was uh, oh god <laughs> was um it was a live show for a mult for a pyramid scheme it's a makeup pyramid scheme for ladies uh like an avon uh or like herbalife is the other one there's the other big one um but it's a pyramid scheme and this was one of their this was their uh their in-person conference uh for like the 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 high rollers Mm-hmm. Um, and it ended with this is a two day conference that ends with uh, an award ceremony and on our little program that shows us uh, what's on at what time it says 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock award ceremony uh, and above that it says 6.30 pre-show because uh, they have a DJ an actual live DJ uh, doing music for this conference. Um, so I'm a camera operator. Uh, they were recording this uh, to be uh, so they could rewatch it later, rebroadcast it for their other regions. Um, mm-hmm. But also there's these huge um uh, video walls on either side so that you know the camera guy in the back can zoom in on the on the person talking and you can see them bigger on on a big on a big screen so that's what i was doing and uh so i have to be on my camera around six o'clock uh it says the program says it's ending at nine it ended up i got off the camera after 11 yeah because of acceptance speeches so the award ceremony was like a was it was see, awarding. The, see the amazing part to me is right yeah. that the program mm-hmm. that they give to guests coming yeah. to see the, the event it says award ceremony six to nine mm-hmm. right but the labor call that I got said labor call until eleven p.m. yeah so they knew they it was knew going that long. they knew that's the thing is like. Um, but they knew if you put award ceremony five hours, fucking nobody's no coming to coming. it. Uh, yeah. And, and, and later on we were like, uh, Hey, uh, we were, we were asking the director in the back, like, uh, how much longer we got to go here? It's, uh, it's near nine and we're just starting these, uh, these new awards. He's like, I'm on page 65 out of 92. So uh, <laughs> fucking 92 page script for God damn. So here's what happened. Right. So all these, these ladies are getting awards for selling the most in their region. Right. 
So the lady in Australia sold the most in her region. And so and then they have to go to her Zoom call and she does her acceptance speech. Oh, fuck's sake. Uh, but then she, because uh, it was the, the whole show was just, it was um, the same thing over and over and over because they've got, of course, they've got the North America, but they were Canada and uh, Canada, Australia, Hong Kong, and Mexico. Hong Kong, Mexico, Australia, and Canada each had like one or two like leaders yeah. that um, have all the other people underneath them. So who was getting all the awards? Those one or two people. Uh, over and over and over, over again. Over and over and over again. Oh, God, that's annoying. And every time it's like, let's go to Zoom and see what... Well, what's your face has to say about this? Um, so that was the live stuff. But then like the, the second half of the ceremony was what took forever. And it was the crowning. These, these ladies are already in like prom dresses with Miss America sashes. Oh, I walked in and I said, this is like going to a high school winter formal, but there are no men here. Yeah. Uh, they go up on stage and then their pre-recorded acceptance speech plays. So they're standing there? They're standing there because they're sitting at their table, right? Mm -hmm. And they're like, uh, Beverly Crusher, come up, you know, Beverly Crusher is our next award winner. And so Beverly gets up from her seat and she walks over to the stage. uh, And then like, you know, the lights dim and her thing starts playing and she's up on stage watching her own pre-recorded video with the CEO of the Jesus or the owner of the company, right? That who is the God of the company. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's a cult. It's a cult. Yeah. yeah, Oh yeah. 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 Um, for every dollar you make, she makes yeah. 12. So we're watching her pre-recorded speech on her lap, on her MacBook, right? And it's garbage. two minutes long. Uh, and I'm looking down and I see like the very top of the top of these ladies are going to not go back to their seats at, at the table. They're going to go to these special seats right in front of the stage and then do a Q and a, and the way I'm looking, no, no. I'm on, I'm on stage left. So to, I'm on house, right? I'm on house, right? Yeah, let's confuse everyone. Let's confuse everyone. I'm on, I'm, I'm on the right side and the other camera guys on the left side. I can see all like nine chairs and like, I'm doing the math a minute ish. Mm-hmm. For like the get up and walk and then the walk away, go to the chair and then reset, right? Let's say two minutes for the acceptance speech. That's three minutes. And I'm doing the math. I'm like, times nine. Like, we're going to be sitting here for 30 minutes. What I didn't take into account was that my camera was blocking the other nine chairs on the other side of the stage. So you saw nine of yours. I saw the left-hand side. And you're, the other guy, he's looking and he's seeing nine chairs also. He's like, Jesus Christ, it's going to take forever. But what you're not seeing is there are 18 chairs. Yeah. That to- no! <laughs> no! <laughs> That's like when you're doing a test in yes. school, right? Oh, no. And, and you just, a- you like blaze through, just like, boom, nailed it. Boom. And you slap that fucker up there. You're like, I'm done. And then you sit back down. And then the teacher's like, oh, don't forget, there's another side on the back. Uh, yeah that's exactly what it was um so that took goddamn forever um but these acceptance speeches were 
one, they were all exactly the same, despite them, despite despite it being eighteen different women. Well, I'm sure they all took the same uh, public speaking course, probably yeah. at the la- at last year's conference. Yeah, um, it was, uh, it was, it was mind numbing because we were doing these, the exact same. I'm doing the exact same repetitive camera motion. Mm-hmm. And then we'll just pick up, swing over, swing back. Yeah, right. And then wait for two minutes while I have to listen to this lady talk about uh, how I joined five years ago and I never thought that I could be a ruby emerald princess. (laughs) (laughs) And I just want to thank my husband and my three kids named uh, Jaden. Yep. Beverly, Jean Luck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Without them, I could never be here. And I want to thank the 200 ladies under me. We're called the Girl Boss Squad. Uh, I steal money from them every week. Because <laughs> they're all fucking stupid. Yep. They're not up here. Which is why I'm up here and they're down there. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was... It made... It made that night so tedious. Yeah. Uh, and then there's like the, then they go into the Q and a section and the girls don't know where the cameras are. They don't know how to use a microphone. Of course not. And so uh, we're like scrambling to get shots wherever we can. And uh, they're like, all right, lady number one, here's a question. We asked someone else earlier in the night and now you have to answer it. Okay. Not like on purpose, but like there's only so many questions you can ask about like how oh. do you be a good pyramid scheme lady yeah. um that aren't like what's your favorite makeup color? And so it was all like, well, as Elena said earlier in the night, it's all about positivity. Um just like Leprechaun 4 in the headset. <laughs> Just like Postmaster P. Uh, I really look up to him for inspiration. That would have been amazing if, if the, someone had said something like that. Yeah. Yeah. This is the, when you're at an event like this of this size and scope. Yeah. Here's, here's the accept, ex- proper acceptance speech. Thank you so much. Took a lot of hard work. And uh, I'd just like to say thank you to everybody who supported me through this. I really appreciate it. Thank you for this award. Have a good night. What was that like? Twenty five seconds? Twenty? Not seconds? even. Yeah, yeah. That's an acceptance speech. Yeah, uh, uh, it's like the speeches. I always hated these. We did the when I, I took a public speaking class in college that I talked about quite frequently on this show, and all, all the speeches just came out to be the same generic yep. boringness. Yes. Well, today I was I sat and watched a speech today. Um, this guy, no notes. He just got up and just talked for thirty minutes straight through no ums uhs he had an idea of what he was saying and he just went through it and it, what he was talking about was interesting he had he had cited sources and all these things but the public speaking class everything was so formulaic and the one speech that i hated more than all the others was the speech of introduction which is one where you basically make a moment about yourself prior to introducing someone who actually people actually came to see oh yeah that's yeah and i yeah. and i 
objected in the class. And I said, why, why does this type of speech exist? Nobody wants this. This is just making something about you before. And she said, well, you have to hype them up. I know like, people already know the person's there. It says in the fucking brochure. Yeah. Keynote address by person. It, there's this, this isn't a surprise. The proper way to do a speech of introduction is ladies and gentlemen, here's, here's the guy you came to see yeah. talk. <laughs> They never do that, though. Nope. Nope. Uh, I just want to thank God who threw them all things are possible. It's worse than the interviews with sports players after oh, the yeah. games. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, we uh, we came out there. We worked real hard. You know, we gave it 110%. We really worked on the fundamentals. We really kind of worked on execution. We were uh, just nonsense that they repeat to, every yeah. time because they can't just say like, yeah, fucking dick, you suck. Look at my fucking pinstripes. Fuck you. Fucking 3-0. Fuck you. You suck. We're the best. Get the fuck out of my face. Unless you would come to the locker room, I'll fuck you, silly bitch. Like, yeah. That's what the player wants uh-huh. to say. He wants to say, like, they're like, so what 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 happened? Uh what happened in the second inning there when you were on third base? He was like, Well, let's see, I was on third base and I was thinking that uh Roberts on the other team is a big old punk bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, they, they never, they never talk like real people. So, that's what the acceptance speech is too. So yeah, it's, it's that, but, uh, but of course, because this is a pyramid scheme company, it's that, and, and all the ladies were, I mean, they were just interchangeable, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> just, you could, you, could, you knew who was going to come on stage. It's going to be some, uh, 40 year old blonde lady. Well, not naturally blonde, of course, (laughs) but she was going to wear some funky hat because she's a cool mom. Yeah. Um, and you knew what her room was going to look like. It's going to have a live, laugh, love wooden thing on it. Um, (laughs) it was funny. At one point, some lady went crazy and had an acoustic guitar in the background and like some records and, and over the, over the intercom, I, I hear the, the director or someone else go like, is that her own record back there? <laughs> and I don't have, as the camera guy, I don't have to be on anything. They're showing a pre-recorded video. So I go over and zoom <laughs> in. <laughs> and sure enough, it is. <laughs> oh like, my God. Thank you. That's your acceptance speech. <laughs> Uh, uh, it's funny you say that they were interchangeable because they really were. There's definitely a type. Oh was yeah, walking through a type. There. there were two or three types, but sure, sure. Uh, almost well, none of them were hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, it was. I did that same event years ago. Yeah. When it was at another facility, and it was it was hell on earth. It was just the most chicken with the head cut off. Yeah. Squabbling around nonsense i've ever seen and so i knew this this one was a lot more contained because it was smaller venue mm-hmm. there's only two rooms yeah. you know what was crazy was so you didn't get to see any of this because you saw a little bit of the end of the award ceremony yeah yeah um the first night the end of the first night so the end of the second night was the award ceremony the end of the first night was a new product launch oh and i couldn't believe what I was seeing. I was laughing the entire time because the only thing I can equate it to 
It's like E3. Is E3 yeah. or like the Game Awards show or um, like a Comic-Con. It was like like a Comic-Con a panel. Uh-huh. Uh, but for... New makeup colors. Yes. It was the... I was... I was dying because they're like, you, you know, you know, you've wanted this for years, ladies. And they're all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And they're like, here's the video. Yeah. Right. But the video, the video was just like a trailer announcement. It was like black and then like. Uh, like the, the choral music, and it's like, it's like it's fading in, and it's you, it's a silhouette in, and it's on a pedestal, and it's spinning around, and you can't tell what it is, and then um, and then it's like buy makeup in a world, yeah. <laughs> it's like you've wanted it, and here it is, boom, boom, new moisturizer and they like leapt up out they of their lost seats their fucking minds like like they were announcing uh metal gear solid like six they're, like or they're, they're you're at oprah and she's like you win a car yeah. and you win a yes. car and they're just they're fucking losing their minds <laughs> yeah i remember that from the one i did too yeah the same way it's like uh like here's your new batman yeah um, like the N64 kid. Yes. <laughs> that, that it's just like a kid. room full yeah. N64 kid. Uh, or like I saw a TikTok of, they announced like the last Smash Brothers character a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And it was Sora from Kingdom Hearts. Oh, I know who that is. Uh, but it's a TikTok, like it, the, the TikTok was like from the teacher and it was like, I let him watch the announcement in class. Mm-hmm. And he's he it's the kid like just running around the room freaking out because <laughs> he's so excited. Yeah, yeah these, that's what this was. And uh, man, it was that was fun. Yeah, that was fun to watch because I couldn't believe it because <laughs> it was exactly the same. Yeah, it's like a parallel universe. Yes, in a, a parallel, parallel universe, universe. You're a woman and you're at this. And <laughs> you don't know what Metal Gear Solid Six nope, is, but nope. you do know that the new moisturizer is coming. <laughs> yes, in five, eight, and ten ounce containers. Yes, and I will be able to sell it to a bunch of bitches. <laughs> oh boy, that's some funny shit. Well, I'm glad you had fun. What's your new lipstick color? Uh, ruby red. Ruby red. It's a good choice. Well, that brings us to the middle of our episode, which means it's time for episode is brought to you in part by. Riketa News Network is definitely not fake news. Well, Tim, what news do we have today? Do you have any new product launches for us? (laughs) No, but I I actually have something uh, not too far of something you mentioned uh, not too long ago earlier in this episode. Uh, A man in Kyoto, Japan, has been arrested for posting and selling pornographic videos online with the pixelated images, because I don't know if anyone know, else knows, wow. but in Japan, uh, you have to pixelate genitals. Genitals. Yeah. Uh, this guy has been arrested for posting and selling pornos with the pixelated images processed using AI to make it appear that the blurred out sections have been removed. He's basically unpixelating. But, well, you know, it says removed. Removed to me means there's just a black hole there. No, no, no. He's removing the the pixelation to make him look like genitals again. Yes, he's using an AI. So, so the way that like people will use an AI upscale to upscale, 4K, to upscale yeah. yeah, yeah, right. It's it's all pixel based. Uh huh. 
So he's doing the same thing, but only focusing on a single area uh-huh. and like essentially like remastering it and getting removed, getting, getting rid of the pixels and they fucking arrested him for it. Here's what I don't understand, right? Why can't they just go to Pornhub and watch any of the literally millions and millions and millions of porn videos that aren't pixelated? Because they don't have uh, uh, the kinky shit they want in it. Okay, that's a fair point. Uh, apparently, uh, he was violating the Copyright Act, uh, of course. For they just they just trumped that up to throw and the book at him. Displaying obscene electromagnetic record media. It is believed to be Japan's first arrest for such a case. Mm. Uh, specifically, he stands accused of violating a Tokyo video production company's copyright by processing a pornographic video to make it look like the pixelated parts uh, were unpixelated. He is also accused of creating obscene images from the video and uploading them to his own website, thereby making it visible to an unspecified large online audience. Uh, apparently, he sold 2,561 video files for a total of 11 million yen, which is about $96,000. Thanks for translating that me, to me in uh, localized currency, because yeah, otherwise I would have thought he'd, he'd sold that for nothing. Yeah, there you go. <clears throat> it sounds like that guy's a hero and the Japanese government needs to get another atomic bomb dropped on him. Sure does. Um, well, our next news story uh, is, um, well, it's sort of a worldwide thing. Uh, Tab, do you know, are you familiar with the Wiggles? They're like a Disney troupe that teaches kids about colors and stuff, right? Yeah, they're like, they're like, Four old dudes mm-hmm. in some colored sweaters, and they sing songs, kids' songs. They're about, Teletubbies, but they're humans. Yes, they're Teletubbies, okay. but humans. Uh, well, of course, any with any long-lasting uh, lineup where the performers don't actually matter, uh, they just get replaced. Right? Yeah. But the original Wiggles lineup are reuniting for another string of concerts. Uh, they will belt out the children's group the children's group's most iconic songs at arenas across Australia uh, in February through May of next year. Um, Of course, all these shows are adults only shows. What? Yeah. Why would you as an adult go see the Wiggles? Uh, They say that all those children who loved the Wiggles in the nineties are now adults who love the nostalgia and fun from that time in their lives. Holy shit. This night is for the grownups and is a chance to bring back some of that genuine high spirited liveliness again. We can't wait to relive those childhood memories and dance the night away to some of our favorite old school tunes. Okay. Yeah. If you go to this, you need to get a life. (laughs) This is, it's worse than like being a Disney person. Yeah. Far worse. The show will also feature cameos from characters Captain Feathersword, Dorothy the Dinosaur, Wags the Dog, Henry the Octopus, and support from Polish Club DZ Death Rays and more. All right, then. What a bizarre concert. I. Why in the universe would you want to relive that part? Because, like. There's there's things like the you you can you can still enjoy that you enjoyed as a kid, right? As a kid, Terminator Two, Terminator Two, the Predator, Predator yeah. or you know Power Rangers, right? Yeah. 
like I can still rewatch some old episodes and be like, yeah, yeah, I watched that as a kid, right? Or like the comic books, the, co- the Power Rangers comic books that are currently going on are fucking great. Yeah. But they've like stripped away some of that kids bullshit that they had in them uh, while keeping like the core of what you liked about it. Yeah. Uh, or like Batman. I like Batman as a kid. Still like Batman. Still like Batman. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not itching to go watch a rerun of Barney the Dinosaur. Yeah, there's there's definitely, I think, I don't know if the Wiggles were like that, but there is a a threshold where you're a kid where you are very small. You like Barney. Yes. Right? And then you hit this trigger point and you just fucking hate Barney. Yeah. And I don't know what causes it, but it happened to literally everyone. Yep. The Teletubbies... Uh, they were, they were just, they just came on TV. Like when I was not interested in that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. And I was like, I really just want to hurt all of the Teletubbies. Yeah. And I don't know where that violence came from. I don't either. You go from like, I want to sing along to that's for babies. Yeah. I'm moving on. Like the Wiggles. I always thought they were homosexuals. Uh, me too. (laughs) (laughs) So. There's no part of me that would ever go see like Barney live or even Sesame Street live, which I can still even appreciate Sesame Street to an extent. Uh, I don't I would be amazed if these this string concert sells any tickets and the people that do do get tickets sold for him need to be put on a list. (laughs) There needs to be a list of who is here. Uh, what else we got for news? Uh, we got one last news story. This one, this one comes to us from Colorado, Colorado, uh, Rocky mountain high. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of Rocky mountain high, a driver who allegedly stole a U-Haul truck called police dispatch and asked deputies to stop chasing him during the chase. Uh, around one AM, they located the stolen U-Haul, uh, parked at a convenience store. Uh, when they approached the vehicle, he took off. Uh, they pursued him. And then the driver called and asked the dispatch why he was being chased. And to, he wanted the deputies to stop. Uh, eventually they used tire spikes on him and, uh, and stopped him. But can you imagine to have the balls? Yeah. To like steal a car and then the police chase you and just be like, call it off. <laughs> <laughs> like you're Nick Fury. Yes. <laughs> Uh, that's good. Uh, that's it for our news and the Ricketta News Network. Definitely not fake news. And that takes care of our legal obligations this week, Tim. But you know, it doesn't take care of what paying off those fines from the time I stole the uh, U-Hauls. If you want to help <laughs> me with that, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for here's what I don't get, which is the name of the show. And over there we have five. Oh, we have, that's almost my dad's phone number, but it's not. Uh, we have five tiers. We have the one buck tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode, plus our monthly minisodes. We have our $2 tier, where we throw the random bits and bobs we do here and there. We have our $5 tier, where we do our monthly bonus episodes. Here's what I do get. We drop the hate and talk about what's great. We have our $10 tier, where you, the fan, submit a film. We sit down and watch a recorded feature link commentary. And then we have our $50 spite producer tier, where you get a say in the show. You can ask for special commentaries, special guests, special episodes, whatever your heart desires that we can fulfill. We will do our best to do so. And we thank all of our patrons, big and small, for supporting the show, even though we've been kind of letting you down the last couple months. Sorry about that. But, Tim, let's get into some uh, back into some issues. And speaking of acceptance speeches, here's what I don't get. The small penis frontier. 
So Jeff Bezos lot launched uh, William Shatner, oh, known yeah. as Captain yeah. James T. Tiberius Kirk, into space this past week, and uh, it was awesome. It was. I loved. I I didn't watch it live because I was working, but I did watch some of the afterwards yeah, some yeah. edited videos of it and uh i loved it because one like here's this guy william shatner james kirk enterprise probably in no small part inspired some amount of these people to go into science and technology to become yeah what they do to go into and to send him in into low earth orbit no one wants to be an astronaut no no one's born wanting to be an astronaut yeah there was you, you want to be an astronaut because in some way, some piece of space media inspired inspired you. you. Yeah, so that was that was really really cool, and I thought it was cool just for the novelty of sending Captain Kirk Captain to space. Kirk to space. Yeah, but then watching the video, I started to think it was cool for a completely and totally different reason. Um, they get up into out of the pull of Earth's gravity and go into weightlessness, and Shatner. Shatner's like amazed at the feeling of weightlessness, probably the weight of of pressure off of his bones there for yeah. a little bit. He's fucking 90 <laughs> years old. Yeah. And he just keeps saying, oh, wow. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, wow. And then he turns and anchors himself to the window. And the video is just you're looking over his shoulder out the window to earth. Yeah. And he just keeps saying he just, he's completely without words seeing the earth from space. Yeah. Like, uh, he never would have imagined he would have, he pretended to sure, but now he's actually doing it. Yeah. And meanwhile, all these people, other people in the space caps are like fl- flinging stuff around and floating around like jackasses. And they come back down to earth. They land and they get out of the capsule and you can tell that this was a completely life-changing moment for Shatner. Yeah. This is a guy who's 90. This is not someone who anticipated many more life-changing moments. No. And he's trying to articulate the emotions that he's feeling, this perspective that he, he is coming to. And he's trying to articulate this in a way that that's hard to do when you've had a, a shattering experience yeah. like that. And... He's also a fantastic orator, so he he would have an interesting perspective to share. Yeah. And that was, to me, one of the most amazing things I've seen in the last, like, in the modern era of yeah. hell that we live in is this, like, hey, there's a, chan- there's a chance for your wildest dreams to come true. And meanwhile... Jeff fucking Bezos is over there sh- fucking spraying champagne all over his crew like he just won the Indianapolis 500, interrupting Shatner every fucking third world with his, oh, yeah, hopping in to try and finish his sentences like, shut the fuck up and let the man talk. You gave him this platform. You should be using it. And it made me hate Jeff Bezos to such a new, like, I just kind of, I just kind of had this uh, level of hateful ambivalence towards him, which yeah, I know is yeah. kind of he because he, he hadn't done anything specifically to yeah, but he's just he's he's an evil uh, tech overlord yeah, yeah. But now I fucking hate him because 
This was this is not that you have to be somber, but you should let Shatner say every fucking word that comes to his head, and then you should go, "Thank you, Bill. It was a great pleasure to do this to have you on board. It was our honor to be to crew with you to share this moment with you, and we thank you so much for doing this with us." And then. And then you can go do your whole fucking jackass routine. Yeah. But he just fucking didn't. It. it pisses me off. The whole fucking thing is not about it's not about going to space. It's not about the higher need of man. It's about Jeff Bezos and his fucking ego. And I just the whole thing comes down to like what seems like a guy with a small penis. He's got his big penis shaped <laughs> rocket like he's fucking um Dr. Evil. And and he's doing he he used Shatner to gain views yep. and gain yep. notoriety. Yep. And and once the moment was over, once he had gotten that, he didn't have a fucking need for him anymore. And it's very disappointing because I think it could have been it could have been a moment that was really uh powerful to see someone to see a a, a lot of people. Not our generation, the generation before that were Star Trek fans or TJ Hooker fans or Tech War fans or Boston Legal fans or Shit My Dad Says fans <laughs> or the Twilight Zone fans or any of the other numerous projects that William Shatner's worked on. Over White Comanche. White, oh, if you're a huge fan of White Comanche <laughs> like Tim and I are, to see White Comanche and his brother. <laughs> What's his brother's name? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's Red Comanche. <laughs> <laughs> to see him go into space, like that is, it's just cool. It's awesome. As a kid who loved Star Trek, loves Captain Kirk, it was awesome for me to see him go up there. Because maybe I'm next. You know, he. I don't. I can't articulate why. It, why it it's important it was so important to me to see that happen but it and it wasn't leading up to it but afterwards it felt like a meaningful moment for this guy that I've looked up to in one in in a certain way yeah, yeah. we all need heroes in media i talk about that a lot when i talk about why i hate the anti superhero stuff mm -hmm. we have to have heroes we can't tear down everyone we can't try and find scandals to say that our founding fathers weren't great. We can't try and make our superheroes bad people so that we can make some larger. Did you hear critique. Superman? Uh, they're changing Superman's uh, motto to truth, justice and a brave new world. Or better, something. better tomorrow. Yeah. Brave new world is much more on, <laughs> on brand. It's fucking truth, justice in the American way. And if you've got a problem with that, you're a fucking communist. And I welcome you to get on a boat or a plane and go to China and fucking live there. Cause they don't have Superman there. You can make whatever Ching Chong slant. I fuck face communist propaganda character into whatever fucking communist propaganda you want to push here in America. Superman stands for truth, justice in the American way. Captain America likes America. Fuck every one of you. We really need a fucking civil war. Uh, just fucking these people. There are countries that do what you want. Fucking go there. Please go there. If life is so terrible for you here in America, get fucking lost. We don't want you. Uh, I just don't like things that are only for ego. 
I see this all the time. There are the company that I worked for before the fake pandemic started doing live stream one man shows. And who was the star of the one man show? Well, the guy who fought to make himself the CEO of the company because his ego has no bounds. He did. He had to go almost seven months without getting on a stage and giving a pre-show speech. Do you know what kind of hell that is for someone who's <laughs> only about themselves and not about the greater good? I, I, I don't know what it is because I am not a good person. I will lie. I will steal. I'll do them in the same night. I, I have very loose moral and ethical rules that I live by, but I cannot fucking stand looking at people around me and think and seeing that I have a more moral and ethical standpoint than these people that are leaders. And I, the only thing I can attribute it to is the path I chose where I chose a profession and a type of work where it's not about me. I chose to be the person backstage, the person yeah. that makes the gears run. I get satisfaction from seeing the little me- mechanism Me too. spin. Yeah. I don't get satis- I don't have the satisfaction of being the guy there spinning cranking the handle. No. That's totally fine to me. And but we I don't we need to praise those people and say like we need these people and we need to stop putting all these fucking crank peddlers on a on a pedestal cuz that's how you get this cult of ego that Jeff Bezos is trying to create where his employees are getting fired for criticizing him. It's he's just a disgusting individual and he exploited a lot of people's childhood heroes to try and make himself look cool. It would be it's to me it's the the joke of oh my uncle works at Nintendo and I get uh-huh. to play the games early. It's like I got to go to space with Captain Kirk. I'm so I'm cool like Captain Kirk. Like you're not though. You're not Captain Kirk. Chris Pine is not Captain Kirk. <laughs> Captain Kirk is and always will be William fucking Shatner. And you trying to ride his enigma out into space so that you can be uh, the cool guy, you can be the Fonz up there, like, oh yeah, me and Captain Kirk, we're best buds. Like, sorry, man, you're really not. And I just, I hate them more and more and more. The Zuckerbergs, the Musks. Musk isn't a big cult of ego. That That's most of what drives Tesla is yeah. his own fucking ego. And I hate, just hate him for it. I... I don't know. I guess my problem is ego because I, it is, it will kill you. It just eats up everything around you. It makes people hate you. You got to just let it go. People without egos are much easier to deal with mm-hmm. than people with egos. Yeah. I, I have, I have enough of an ego to be proud of my work and defend myself when I'm pushed, but I have enough of a, of being able to let go of that, that, it hasn't like gotten me in trouble. I'm not so full of myself to think that I have all the answers. And I very honest with that lead with my failings. It's, but not Jeff Bezos. He's going to take this moment, not learn. That's the other thing is that there was a moment there to learn from someone. There are people that are around you that know more than you do or have a, maybe they don't even know more than you do. They just have a different experience or perspective, something that you, they see things from the angle that you don't. Just by nature of, well, we we went to that whiskey tasting, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, 
here. And we, we ate lunch today. I we got uh, spring rolls and they came with a sauce and I couldn't oh, yeah. tell what the sauce was. I'm asking Tim what the sauce is, and he's like, "You can't taste the principal ingredient in this," and I could not. And when we went to this whiskey tasting thing, he's holding stuff up under this guy people's noses, having them smell it, and they, if they can't see it, they can't smell it. And so I couldn't figure out what this taste was in my mouth. And then Tim goes, it's peanut sauce. Like, okay, now I, now I taste peanuts before. I don't know what I was tasting, but I didn't have a frame of reference for it. So I needed your wisdom to tell me what the, what the sauce was. Yeah. See, I knew it just from sight. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I have not had peanut sauce on, I might've had it. You've had it in stuff. In stuff, not in a bowl. Yeah. Uh, it's, you need those other perspectives and you need to be open to them and to let yourself be wrong and learn from other people's experiences. That was a great learning. Mo- that was a moment that could have shaped Jeff Bezos where he saw Shatner, this, what is it? It's not octogenarian. It's non-agenarian, uh, public figure have a moment of clarity or, vision and learn from that and take that information and use it to shape his own perspective moving forward. But instead he stood at the top of his own mountain and jerked himself off because he was the king of it Yeah, and completely forgot that there are mountains fucking every which way around you and yours isn't even the most important. And I just hate him. I just fucking, I really clicked over into just wishing true ill upon him. I hope that he gets like fucking, he ends up on the wrong end of a Black Lives Matter rally or or Antifa or something. Just tears him out of his home like the fucking Dark Knight Rises and puts him in front of a trial and then walks his ass out on the ice until he's fucking dead. Ah. Just a miserable, miserable human being, so pleased with his own accomplishments that he didn't even. That's the other thing is that he's already standing. He didn't yeah. build the rocket. Nope. He didn't do the math to nope. find out. He just made enough money to buy people to do this yes. and then put on, strapped on his little jumpsuit and was like, look at me. I'm a floating around like an astronaut, jackass. Look at me. Like, yeah, sure. Shatner's just a celebrity, but he earned a place on that in, in one respect being just the, who he is got him that uh, invitation to be a part of yeah. a space flight. Jeff Bezos bought his ticket. <laughs> you know, you're, you're not the same. You're not even close to the people who go up on the Soyuz spacecrafts, the international space station or whatever the S stage SLS new launch system in the Orion capsules. You're not the same as them. They worked hard every fucking day of their lives yep. to earn a spot on a, in a four man capsule to go to space. You worked hard, but you bought your way there. You stood on the shoulders of scientists and you called yourself enlightened and you're not. And you had the opportunity to be so. Because I think Shatner, from what he was, from the way he was talking and what I've seen his follow ups, Shatner understood that he didn't deserve to be there. And he was fortunate to be there. And that that is, I've seen the Earth from space on a video screen. Yeah. I cannot imagine what it is like to do it for real. Yeah, me either. 
I would love, love, love to see it. I can't imagine how small you feel when you can get that far away from the earth and just, just, he's, he is just parked at that window. Just, he keeps saying, wow. And you're looking at nothing. I mean, black ink of the sky and there's the earth down below you and you are just, you're a speck on a speck on a speck on a speck on a speck. And Jeff Bezos is the thinks he's the king of the spec, and he's not. He's just the king of the bald incel faggots. And I hate him. Well, Tim, what is your second issue this week? Here's what I don't get. The worst decision ever made. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to work where you have worked. You, you have worked before. Yeah. It was not the same place as the uh, pyramid scheme lady place. Uh, The pyramid scheme lady place run pretty efficiently. uh, I would say in regards to loading in and loading out. Yeah. They have a big ass dock where multiple trucks can come by and there are multiple doors for multiple trucks and they can just park up right next to the dock and you roll shit out of the truck and into the venue. Yeah. That's how most venues work. You got a dock. Uh, truck backs up into the dock and you roll shit out. Yeah. Well, at this place, that's not exactly how it works. Nope. It is how it works for one one truck. And two trucks. You can do two trucks. You can do two trucks. Not at the at the same time. I can do two trucks at the same time. Can you? Yeah. It's a it's a tight squeeze. Yeah. So you bring in truck number one and you park it and you dump dump the trailer and then you pull the the truck out. Uh huh. Then you bring in truck number two and you park it and you load them both and then truck two pulls out. Truck one gets hooked back up and pulls out and then you're down to one at a time. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, um, that's not how it ran a couple of days ago. No. Uh, I, I from you you know more about this, but I'm assuming they run the way it ran a couple of days ago more often. Yeah, pretty much every loadout. Every loadout. Yeah. So, uh, except for the, yeah, every touring loadout. Sure. Let's say sure. that way. Yeah. If you only got the one truck you need, you're fine, yeah. right? If you got more than that, every loadout, what they do is one truck is in the dock. Yeah. And the other truck is in front of the building. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're loading that truck, you you have to roll you have to roll whatever you're rolling down uh, an incline. Uh-huh. That was not made for this purpose. No. It is it this is the like I'm going I'm walking over here. Place it's got rails, right? But you're rolling it all the way down to the end of the street. Technically, it's a fire exit. Yeah. Yeah. How, how long do you think it is from, from dock to end of the street? Uh, it's 700 feet, I think. Uh, so you're rolling, you're rolling stuff down uh, an incline, which uh, is not uh, made for this. So there's, like, uh, there's an area near the beginning where it's... Uh, not it's it get it gets thin 
right? Mm-hmm. And there's like some pebbles area that you don't want to go into. Yeah. You got to avoid that. You got to make a turn. There's a staircase that doesn't have a hand railing on one side that you yeah. have to dodge. Yeah. yeah. There's um, the the incline is uh, not smooth. Nope. So you have to like break and watch your speed with heavy rolling cases. Uh, and then the like the part where you turn off of the incline ha- is just, I mean, it's as fucked up as all the other Tulsa streets. Yeah. Uh, so if you don't go exactly on the right spot, you're fucked. Yeah. And then you have to push this shit through downtown Tulsa. Yeah. Through the sidewalks of downtown Tulsa, which are all um, not cobblestone, but like it's brick, yeah. It's brick. It's it, imagine like big cobblestone of, yeah. of brick, right? So you got to and 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 uphill, yeah. And it's uphill, so you go from downhill, right? You're going downhill immediately into uphill mm-hmm. on large cobble. I'll call it large cobblestone. You have to bypass uh, like manhole covers that'll stop you and. Um, then you have to make. Then you have to turn onto the street and go all the way down to the front of the building. Uh, it's. I've heard Tab describe it before. Yeah. You have now heard me describe it, but you cannot fathom how fucking dumb this is until you do it yourself. Yeah. It's the worst decision. I have heard of and or experienced in a long ass time see part of the problem with the one you did so normally the big stuff the like big the big heavy stuff gets forked out of the dock down into and direct into the truck uh-huh. and only the road cases that are easily done by two people yeah. are done down the ramp which yeah. is still bad but it's more bad, reasonable but reasonable but their set carts were not well designed and overloaded. Uh-huh. So they were worried the set carts were going to topple off the forklift, which one almost did. Uh-huh. So then they're like, well, we'll just have people roll them. And I was I was aghast at that. And yeah. if I had had my old position, I would have told them, fuck you. Yeah. Stage them. We'll pull the truck up and load it real quick. We are not fucking rolling those down that hill. But there's a reason why I don't work there anymore. It's because I say no to things like that <laughs> and other people don't. Yeah. So, uh, like the, uh, the, and I was, I don't know if you saw me when they announced that, but I was about to get involved and I, <laughs> and I had to get, someone had to say, this isn't your call. And I was like, <laughs> well, it fucking better be, it should be. Cause I seem to be the only one who has any goddamn sense here. Yeah. So like the, uh, the carts that had the deck. Yeah. Uh, there was I want four or five of those carts. Yeah. And I don't know if you pushed any of them. <laughs> Roughly. <No. laughs> of course not. <laughs> but you saw you saw loader. them. You yeah. saw them and you saw how big they were and how many people it took to move them. I, I would just say how one of those carts weighed. Oh, uh, I'd say easily six or seven hundred pounds. I would I would say maybe with, going up to eight. With the deck the decks are probably a good eighty or hundred pounds each. Yeah. But then the cart itself probably weighs like 200 pounds because yeah. it's steel and and wood and casters. Yeah, and so you've got six grown ass men struggling sl- to get struggling it. to push this thing. I 
like I said, it's you can't imagine how bad it is until you've gone through it. Yeah. It's the dumbest thing I've ever encountered in a long time. Yeah. I don't disagree with you. They they should have they, every time they they try and redesign that building because it was built in the 70s. Yeah. And it's solid concrete. I mean, yes. it's just a giant fucking a solid concrete yeah. block. And there's really nothing you can do with it. And I kept saying, uh, b- build a new one. Uh-huh. And they didn't like that idea. But uh, every time they try and improve the dock situation, they just make it worse. So one of the plans was to put in a new dock on the, at the bottom of the hill that mm-hmm. was underneath the building. But if they did that... It was going to be a three truck dock, but each you'd have to unload stuff onto a little lift lift that went from ground level to truck height. Yeah. Then that would come down. You'd push that off and have to push into an elevator and then it would have to elevator to somewhere, yeah. which would mean that you can really only do one truck at a time because the elevator is only slightly smaller than the lift yeah, or slightly larger than the lift. So you would be constantly running that elevator all day and I, I I don't know what happened with that plan. I don't particularly care anymore. But then the the main dock is was built in the seventies for forty foot trailers. Now everything's fifty three feet, so nothing fits there. It's got this weird curve in it. Yep. For no reason. It's like what you should do is tear all this shit out from where the dock is right now, mm-hmm. all the way to the street. Just yeah. tear it all out. Yeah. And then put the dock ramp straight. Mm-hmm. Straight and level all the way out to there. And then if you have to push out to, if you're doing truck lo- street loading still, yep. and you push out to the street, you'd push down a straight ramp that went straight and level to the to that street, street right next yep. to the dock. And so you'd have two trucks pulled in and widen it. I would also widen it. Two trucks pulled in, a third truck on the street yep. that you're pushing straight, slightly downhill to, and then you get flat and then you fork it into the back of the truck. That would be no problem right there. at all. Yeah, that would be. But, you know, that's, again, I refer to why I don't work there anymore. because <laughs> of sensical suggestions like that. We used to do we saw... used to do three trucks out in the streets, and they probably still do two trucks out in the street. There's the truck that you're talking about. Yeah. But then they'd also do one on uh, the street the dock is against, which is a downhill street. So the truck would be facing nose downhill. And of course, if you put a box into a trailer that's facing downhill and it's on casters, uh-huh. it's going to roll towards the front of the uh-huh. truck. So uh, I think an injury almost happened and we just said <clears throat> that was no longer allowed. But then they'd, they'd unload on the back street too, where you'd have to come out a single person door that we had to take off the hinges to fit <laughs> stuff out of and then fork it up into the truck there. And it really saved no time. It just made them feel good that they were loading stuff quickly. Yeah. The the way we were doing it, I, I told you, you could, if you took five minutes and planned it out, you could do one truck at a time faster than we did two at a time. Yeah. Yeah. With one could. on the street. Yeah. You, well, I, you do one on the street at the beginning of the night. Because your first truck was mostly work boxes. There's work yeah. boxes and all that shit. So all that stuff comes down right into into the truck, fork up on, into the truck, and then you're then you're done with the street loading. And then you just work the dock for the rest of the night uh, with two sets of loaders. But yeah, nobody nobody plans very well. Yeah, no one. The building didn't plan for this well. Well, the building never plans well. Sure, it's mostly but, the tour though that doesn't plan for that kind of stuff because yeah. you're working on their their dime. So, 
Yeah. It sucks. Next time, maybe they'll give you a department instead of, <laughs> I don't know how, but I got, I would thought I was going to be loading the trucks you were doing out down in the street. Yeah. And uh, then, so I went down there to load a truck because I knew I'm at the bottom, I'm at the bottom of the totem pole on truck loaders. Yeah. Truck loaders are the top of the list and I'm not one of them, but I got on this call as a truck loader because they needed a person desperately. So I knew I was going to be at the bottom of the hill. So I go down to the bottom of the hill and we're standing by ready to go. And then I needed to go get something from the top of the hill again. And I walk back up there. When I walk back up there, uh, there was some confusion. I'm standing right there and this person's like, oh, they've already got four down there. And the the guy who has the top of the list, he goes, who? And they list off the names and I'm one of the names. And he goes, no, tab's right here. And I said, yeah, but I can go down or I can go back. Uh, I, I think I'm, and he goes, no, uh, guy, you go down there, tab, you stay here. So I was on the dock all night, which was fucking great. You just uh, got to like sit down and occasionally something would roll towards you. Yeah, and you you'd push put it my in. hands on it, put yeah. it in the truck, and yeah. then I go sit back down. And I got paid a lot more than all the rest of you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's nice to be the boss. I'm, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna start doing. Like I said, I'm gonna start when someone gives me shit. I'm just gonna schedule them to be in charge of everything since they know so fucking much. <laughs> oh, it's fucking irritating. Yeah, if anybody is in the Tulsa area and wants to be a stagehand, shoot us a message and yep. I will make you a stagehand. And you you can learn for yourself how terrible <laughs> that is. It's also it all truck street loading also sucks because in the winter time, it. It just gets miserably cold, yeah, it's miserably, and you are miserably cold freezing here. out there. Yeah. And the dock has these heaters, these infrared heaters that we turn on, and it doesn't make the dock warm. It makes it not miserably cold. It, it creates a thermal barrier, so when you're on the dock, you can be fairly comfortable. You're maybe still wearing like a jacket and gloves, but you step out and you go, "Oh my god, it's fucking cold yeah, out here." Yeah, plus the masks. Yeah, last or not last night. However many nights ago that was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So stupid. Uh, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you had to learn that for yourself. <laughs> I didn't think they'd make you a pusher. I thought they'd put you in whatever department they were short, but I guess. Well, it was, it was pushers, apparently. Yeah, but typically, uh, well, yeah, you fill the you fill the departments up full out of, and you just have fewer pushers. Because eventually, as departments finish, they roll into being Everyone pushers. Goes pushers yeah. yeah, and uh, and but, usually not not half of them are newbies. Actually, no. Say. Usually, usually, half of them usually are newbies. newbies. Yeah, new people always get pushing. because yeah. it doesn't take any skills. No. Yeah, it just takes uh, breathing and arms and legs. Yeah. Usually, will do it. That's a good issue, Tim. I. Uh, I had a very nice loadout. I drank some coffee. I I got to put my feet up. I told jokes. I yeah, I saw. I saw. <laughs> <laughs> I probably upset some people with my not working, but fuck them. I did all my work. You did your work. I did all my yeah. work uh, the day before. <laughs> again, I showed up to that loadout with three hours of sleep that I had gotten the same day that we were doing it at eight yeah. p.m. So everybody could kiss kiss my butthole right good and hard. Just put their tongue in it. Three seashells me all you want, you <laughs> fucks. 
Well, this has been Here's I Don't Get. I'm Tad Burt. I'm Tim the Hammerbreaker. See you guys next week. See ya. Call into Here's I Get a Hotline. Call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Or you can visit us on the uh, Discord and Discord up. Ah. On the Discord, there is a page for voicemail upload. You can upload a voicemail there. Nothing in the Discord this week, but we do have some in the voicemail hotline. Hey, it's Happy Timmy. Um, I just want to take a second um, to appreciate how dumb medical science is. Um, just in general, I've not this even before the, you know, COVID bullshit, but, like, it, it, medical science is just all, all it is. It, like, you know, they like to dress it up a lot as this, you know, this noble profession. But really, all it is is keeping you from dying in, dracon- like, in draconic ways and, and then just waiting for you to, like, not die. And then waiting for your body to fix itself. That's what, like, everything is. Like, like, what's the cast? It's like, okay, well, you know, it just puts your bones in a way that you won't break them and then waits for your body to do it. What is a vaccine? It's, infect, it's infecting you with a little bit of something so that your body does, you know, <laughs> that's what it's supposed to do. Like, what are, like, anti-inflammatory drugs? It's just making it so your body doesn't, you know, swell to kill itself while your body fixes the problem. Every fucking thing. <laughs> like, everything in fucking medical science is just like, all right, so <laughs> we need to do as little as possible so we don't fucking kill you because that's what we're going to do. We're going to accidentally kill you. We just need to not do that while you fix the problem yourself. It's very it's very fucking pessimistic if you think about it. But anyway, I fucking talk too long. I'll see you guys later. Uh, fucking shit. No. Hang up. Hang up. God. not only is it uh this draconian method but then they're like all right uh we gave you a bunch of ibuprofen those are 35 dollars a pill yep um even though you can buy them at the dollar store for 500 at a time uh these are special doctor ibuprofen uh the bed you're laying in that's a thousand dollars a day the plaster we used for the cast that's a super expensive plaster like not only did they do all that terrible terrible medical science to cure you but then they charge you out the ass for all mm-hmm. of it and it makes that's that maybe one of the foremost far-fetched things in star trek right like chief o'brien shows up and he's dislocated his shoulder again and Beverly crusher's like i'll just wave this blinking light over it and it'll be totally <laughs> fine and you're completely free of pain and you can go back to work like it's no big deal yeah yeah i broke my arm oh, i'm just gonna wave this blinky light over it. it's gonna refuse the bones back together and you can just you can go fucking start karate chopping shit right away I, I feel a terrible cold coming on. I'm just going to hit you with this hypo spray. It's completely painless and cures everything within seconds. Okay, Tad, so you said, you know why did they call it, call it Windows 3.1? You know why they called it Windows 3.1? Because there was Windows 1, and then Windows 2, and then Windows 3, and then the first revision was Windows 3.1. Do you think that Windows 3.1... <laughs> Windows? No, that's the joke. (laughs) I love when people take you seriously. Yeah. That is why they called it that, though.
because version one and two suck. <laughs> Which is the whole crux of your argument. Yeah. Hey, Tim. I just wanted to call and tell you that you're a fucking retard for <laughs> complaining about the money translation for Squid Game. Does it matter how much money it is? Like, does it? Kinda. Like, is, is it really important to know exactly how many burritos you could shove in your fat face with <laughs> the exact amount of money the guy's going to win at Squid Game? Hey, kinda. It doesn't matter. When it's you're a in debt, yeah. Of money. Like that's that's the, that that is the point of the show is that if you win the Squid Game, you get lots of money, and then if they quit the Squid Game, then their families get less money, but they get no money. It doesn't matter. The exact number doesn't matter. It like, kind of does. They, wait, would it be different if they're like, oh man, they're gonna win a trillion dollars? Like, would would that matter? Would it would it really change it one iota if they change? No, it but by you're like going in the other direction. Now. Times? No, of course not, because it doesn't matter. It's Going up doesn't money. matter. Going down. Bunch matters. of money, you fucking asshole. Couldn't get his phone to hang up yeah. again. Yeah. The whole point of that thing is, is what would you go through for a certain amount of money? Yeah. Yeah. Would you go through that? Like the, I'm not gay, but twenty dollars is twenty dollars. Right. 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 But I'm not gay, but 27,000 yen is 27,000 yen. One doesn't now, have the same ring to it. Sure, but, but now Tab has no idea how much dick he's going to suck for how much money. Yeah. I, th- I think the monetary level is important because then you start to think, okay, would I do this for... Yeah. I'm, I'm not doing if, shit for anyone. If the money goes up, that's not the problem. Yeah. The problem is the money going down. Because it's four hundred million one, and I'm thinking it's like thirty eight dollars. I'm not doing <laughs> shit for thirty eight dollars. Yeah. <laughs> plus all, plus a key thing about this show is that all of the contestants in the Squid Game are in major financial debt. Yeah. So is the is the ten thousand one gonna wipe your debt and let you something live on, right? Or is it gonna just be just wipe your debt? Wipe now your you're debt. now you're still. Living in your shitty house. Maybe like wipes your debt and then you can buy like a new car. Yeah. Or a nice bottle of bourbon. Yeah. Or scotch. Yeah. I I don't see. That's kind of why I like the uh, what, Disney Plus and Netflix now. They have like all the regional translations and everything. Mm-hmm. And you can just go select English. My dad, my, so my dad just finished watching the show on his own. Yeah. Uh, and they did not. Uh, the dub does not have. A monetary value? It, it, it just kept the same. They didn't translate it in any way. So even if they're speaking English, they don't say dollars or pounds. They yeah. just they say 10,000 won. Yeah. yeah. Did he, was he curious as to how much money that actually was? I, I told him. Oh. He's like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> All this time, I thought they were fighting over the cost of a PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. Those are our voicemails. I'm a retard for 3.1, and you're a retard for wanting things translated. Yep. Yeah, Windows. I got a. I got a, my first update for Windows eleven. Windows 11? I posted it in the Discord. Yeah. Uh, the options were update to Windows eleven or use Windows ten for now. No, 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 no. <laughs> Forever until this computer dies, I will be on Windows ten. I do not want Windows we'll eleven. <laughs> I do not like Windows eleven. Sam, I am. I do. <laughs> I do not like it in a box. I do not like it with a fox. I do not like Windows 11. I do not even like it even a little bit. I don't know how to rhyme things. I'm not Dr. Seuss. <laughs> well, anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Catch you next week. See you.